This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry. I'm Alex. And I'm Ryan. And today, uh, tis the season. We're, we're preparing for, for Christmas. Christmas holidays are, are fast approaching and uh, the sort of yeah Christmas party um, will not be what it once will have been. Sadly, we can't watch uh, Andrew from accounts have a little few too many mulled wines and confess his love for Sandra over the photocopiers. Um, we will have to... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, leave things virtual this year. And so we're wondering, we personally are wondering, I, I have no idea, we literally brought this up in, in our team chat yesterday, what are we going to do for our Christmas party? What does what does a remote Christmas party look like? And uh, and Ryan, you've, you've gone away and come up with some suggestions. I have, yes. My four top Christmas Zoom party alternatives. Um, just some things that are a bit more engaging uh, than just, yeah, sitting around on a Zoom call and waiting for conversation to happen. I know, and it's it's all a bit it's all a bit awkward. It's all a bit forced. You've kind of got to pretend like you're having fun, even though, which we of course <laughs> many of us do at work parties. But at least in work parties, you've kind of you know, you can kind of silo off into the groups of people that you enjoy, and you can have a couple of drinks. Uh, but you could, yeah, that, like that's definitely one thing about Zoom is that it's just one big conversation, isn't it? So you can't really have like, you can't break off into conversations with people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you are having one, everyone else is watching you have have it. the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> how was your holiday? Uh, okay, I guess I'm giving a presentation yeah. on my holiday now. <laughs> Let me prepare a deck. Uh, so yeah, what have you got? What have you got for us, Ryan, to sort of avoid the the awkwardness? So yeah, four ideas. Um, I think I'll go through them in reverse order. And I've sort of given them a little rating for difficulty as well, because there's always um, there's always a technical aspect to them. So when you when you say in reverse order, do you mean as in you're leaving your favourite to last? Exactly. Okay, very good. Well, I'm excited. So number four is a very basic one. It's the uh, team-built quiz. Uh, so obviously quizzes sort of gained more popularity again over lockdown, with people hosting their own pub quizzes. And the fun one that me and my friends used to do was uh, sort of, yeah, do a team-built one. So we'd all come up with a section, and uh, when we'd come to do the quiz, we'd take it in turns it was quite fun because it meant that you know every week there wasn't one person being left out who was just hosting like everyone would have a go at taking part in the quiz and it means there's less 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 for one person to do to prepare like a whole huge quiz you can just all collect you know uh set up your little section yeah your little kind of uh round yeah exactly yeah it's a lot less um commitment for each person and we'd always do this by agreeing what topics we were going to cover each but we sort of keep it quite vague so a good one that caught me off guard was famous quotes. And then when we came to see the quiz, I didn't realise that the famous quotes were actually all things that we'd said on Facebook from about 10 years ago, that, that our friend had just sort of rifled through and pulled out some real gems. Brilliant. Uh, so yes, it's a very easy one. And I gave that one a 0 0.5 out of 5 for difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A difficulty rating, like it. Okay. <laughs> I, really, I really enjoyed doing quizzes earlier on this year you can get inventive with the rounds that you make up like we all did one where our rounds were questions that we didn't expect anyone to be able to answer but just the closest wins so it was like how much fuel does this aircraft at this altitude going at this speed burn in kilograms per hour <laughs> yeah, <amazing. laughs> in three is the secret santa unwrapping party it's a classic office tradition is the secret santa but this has the added um, 
sort of challenge of keeping it within budget because now you're considering most likely postage and package as well. I always like these because in one of my previous jobs, um, we all exchange books and you can get books really cheap secondhand. I think the important thing with this is to just actually do it with some sort of consideration and thought when you're buying for the other person because it's, I don't know, it's much... A, it's much nicer to get a gift that you could actually potentially enjoy and and B, it sort of sparks some more genuine conversations when we come to actually discuss them afterwards because this is a party after all. Uh, I, I also wonder, like, if it's like an, a reveal party, I wonder if there's like a bit of performance anxiety as the gift giver. It's like, oh, God, does, does so-and-so, do you think they're going to like, you know, that pink blouse? <laughs> yeah, I hope their copy of The Hungry Hungry Caterpillar goes over well. <laughs> It's actually the very hungry caterpillar, Alex. You know. <laughs> Literature was never my strong point. <laughs> Honestly, Bertie would be wiping the floor with you in this round of the quiz. Uh, in two is the festive Netflix watch party. Some people, me and my friends, have been sort of like Luddites and we've sort of refused to use watch party sort of services. So we'll just sort of text each other, get in sync, and say, okay, we're playing in three, two, one, and then play, which is fine. Um, but yeah, there are services now like netflix party so you can actually all watch a perfectly synchronized movie um and then you also got the capacity to sort of chat while doing it this is good because you don't have to look at each other while you're doing things and that's probably one of the biggest sort of turnoffs for me on zoom parties is just that like you have to sort of just sit there and be watched like you say when you when you speak everyone's watching you but my sort of recommendation for this uh, would be to not choose something like a classic or or something sort of um, just really, really well reviewed. Like, don't watch Schindler's List yeah, for this. Watch something terrible. There's, there's hundreds of uh, Christmas movies on Netflix that you can choose from. So basically, some crap that you don't mind talking over, essentially. Exactly, and that's where that's where the fun comes in. It's like choose something that is not going to be great that you don't mind not paying attention to and just talking to each other about. I made a note here. You can make games out of it. It could be drinking games or whatever. It doesn't have to be drinking. You could uh, eat a mince pie every time a child stares whimsically at the first note of Christmas. <laughs> could be a nice okay. one. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to perform so much. You can just enjoy it. And that one I gave two out of five for difficulty. <laughs> so, uh, what's the, the the pièce de résistance, your, fa- your favourite um, suggestion? The top selection in one is Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. I just think it's a great one because it's very versatile. If you don't know it, it's a game where you have to defuse a bomb. Uh, So one person sees the bomb and uh, they have to then describe to the second or third or fourth players what they're seeing. And the second, third and fourth players have a manual, like a printed manual, and they they then tell the diffuser what they need to do for each section. So there's like a hieroglyph section, there's like a, a cut the wires section and different puzzle sections. And the point is that only one person can see it and they have to describe to the other players what's happening. Awesome. So is this all on the computer? So like, is the bomb itself, it's not like a, is it like a puzzle, like a package that's sent to you? Is it a physical thing? Oh no, sorry, it is on the computer, yeah. Was that the thing that came up in our, when we were talking about um, escape rooms ages ago? Is this the Jackbox one? Because there's one where it's like a 3D bomb and you have to talk your way out of that one. Whereas the Jackbox one is like a bit simpler. The whole premise of that one is that you work in an office and like your job in the office is to defuse bombs. That was, you, you suggested that ages ago, didn't you, Alex? Um... Yeah, because there's like a whole bunch of them. There's like a dozen different games. 
they're all really weird it's like you know like Pictionary or there's ones where you you get given a prompt to draw a piece of art and you're told the value of the piece of art and then everyone's you draw that and only you look at it and then everyone's art gets put together and then you have to bid on it like they come up in an auction format and when you see your piece you know how much it's worth but when you see other people's pieces you have to guess and all that sort of stuff it's it's good fun that sounds even more accessible as well that's good um yeah so it's a good one the best thing about it at least with keep talking nobody explodes is that at first it can seem very overwhelming sort of the amount of information that you have to sort of convey to people and understand in the manuals um but you do get the hang of it very quickly and it's great because everyone's sort of an equal amount of stress and joyful at the same time so yeah and that's my that's my number one spot but that does come with a 3.5 out of 5 for difficulty rating okay fine uh i wonder what it would have taken to get a five out of five difficulty rating like what 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 would have really pushed us over the edge there do you think an actual bomb <laughs> yeah. so how about you what are you doing for your christmas party any ideas that we haven't had um, we'd love to uh we'd love to hear them and uh, maybe it's not happening during covid but lots of companies had their christmas parties you know really early on um so maybe people have already had theirs in which case what did you do how was it was it awkward <laughs> did you drink too much mulled wine um, tell us what you uh, tell us what you're up to. Email us at wfh at lowerstreet.co. Um, if you did enjoy today's episode, we would love it if you'd share it with another person uh, from your team that's planning your Christmas uh, extravaganza. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with more stuff very soon. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.